Welcome, American Nation. My name is Zane, and no doubt you have witnessed many moments of upheaval this year. From the COVID-19 pandemic to Black Lives Matter protests to the presidential election coming up later this year, we as a school, we as a community, as an industry have many challenges ahead of us. But I believe these are also opportunities to grow. I personally have been thankful for the opportunity to grow close to my family, moving back to Massachusetts, and to learn more in the past weeks about my own racial bias. These are not uh, all encompassing changes. There are a lot more steps to be done. And to help with that, this episode, I want to invite Leah Tihun. Leah is a full-stack engineer and data scientist in San Francisco. She's a colleague of mine at May School. And since we are both rising seniors and we have a new school year upon us, I want to interview her as someone who is highly involved in our community. Her perspectives brings a lot of different viewpoints as a woman in tech, a person of color, and as an international student. Leah is currently a TA at the Google CSSI program, an RA for Make Schools A41 Housing, a curriculum assistant for the front end track, a front end lead at the Redbubble Summer Engagement Opportunity, and to top things off, she recently finished up the Summer Challenge program with Microsoft yesterday. Man, big list. I'm really excited, and I hope you guys enjoy our conversation. See you soon, a couple weeks for a new school year. Yeah, I thought I thought it might like um complicate things, but okay, cool. Um, mm-hmm. so now we're we're recording, Leah. Thanks, thanks again for coming by, and um, yeah, I guess I, I want to do this because you know I think you've had a pretty busy summer. And we're about to start a new year at May School. And a lot of new students probably want to figure out, like, who are these seniors? What have they been doing? And so, yeah, like, here's my friend Leah, everyone. And I, I, Leah, I'd love to, for the people in the podcast, if you could just give yourself a quick, uh, maybe two to five minute intro. What's your, what, who you are? Um, what's your whole, your whole deal is? Uh yeah, sure. I could I could go ahead. Uh, first of all, thank you for having me, Zane. Um, and yeah, I, as you say, I feel like I've involved myself in a lot of things this summer. I don't know if that was like a good idea, like or for me too much to handle, but it has definitely made me grow both as a person as an as a software engineer in general. Um, uh, about my story, I guess, like uh, my origin story. Um, I was born and raised in Ethiopia, so I'm an international student here. Um, I grew up in Addis Ababa, which is like the capital city of Ethiopia, although I was born in a city called Jumma. Um, growing up there, I guess it was really nice. It was really different from here, um, different in a way that like how people value community, uh, how family, like everything in general was pretty much different. and. Um, after I finished high school, I decided to like pursue my bachelor's degree in the U.S., uh, which is why I traveled from home. Um, so like pretty much all my family is back home and I'm the only one here. <laughs> so this is my fourth year going in like senior year. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much a recap of like who I am. And yeah, I'm a senior as uh, Zane has already mentioned as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I always, I always feel for the for like um 
the people who come internationally. I think my, my mother actually came over, like, I think pretty similarly to you, like, um, 2002, she came when she was a med student trying to become a doctor all by herself. Pretty much. Came to New York, though. Oh, man. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> you know, and I want to dig more into Ethiopia because, like, um, is it is it, like, peaceful in that part of the world? Like, no wars or... Oh, uh, no, no, I mean, like, we, I, I feel like each country has their own problem, right? Like, I don't, I don't really believe, like, there is a perfect country. Uh, so, well, regarding wars, there aren't really wars happening currently, but uh, there was a protest happening um, in Ethiopia, within, I think it was, like, last month, so... There's definitely things happening in every part of the world as like, as it is like in, in the US. So there isn't really like a perfect country, but uh, I guess like I'm really biased to my country because like I grew up there, I lived there. So yeah, I really love it there. And I really miss it because like it's been, I don't know now, it's gonna be my third year in the US now. And I haven't, I haven't, really been back since I came here so yeah I really miss it wow okay you know and, and that totally makes sense like uh, I even feel the same way like in my own because like here's the thing like my mom moved to New York and like well, our mm -hmm. family was like kind of like I would say fairly um like kind of on the poor side lower class well, like, you know, I still yeah. look back on those days, like, like, just like fondly like you, like, even though we had, we had like pretty much no money, like, it was like, when you're a kid, I guess you just, you kind of had fun, like, at the same time. Oh, yeah, most definitely, like, looking back, there were a lot of things that I really, like, I feel that I took for granted back then, like, just, just, even just, like, having my family by my side, and, uh, having my friends by my side and all those things like and then coming here there I mean I had relatives but other than that uh, there wasn't really like people whom I know so it, it was definitely hard to adjust like coming to the United States and like settling uh, here um, I, I like the first day that I came in like my first college was in South Dakota so I had to adjust in um, South Dakota there. Like it was totally different culture. And yeah, it was like a whole adjustment for me. And I, I feel like I could really relate to your mother because like international students, we have, we face like a, like a different struggle, I guess. Like, because when you go into college, even, even like as a normal like uh, domestic student, there are like different struggles that you face but as an international it's just like more with the adjusting and the culture shock and everything in between yeah but it's been it's been a good process it's been a really good learning process so i enjoy that part as well yeah totally so i i have to ask like you're you come out of high school basically and you tell your your parents you want to go study in america what is the reaction yeah. that goes through uh, that first time you told them um surprisingly they were supportive like especially around the beginning uh, my mom and dad was, was like really supportive of it uh, I've always had like this like dream of like trying to pursue uh going big in life 
and they really like uh, pushed me through it. They're like, yeah, do this, do that. And they really helped me and uh, supporting uh, my beliefs. So that was really good. But obviously around the end when I was like about to come here, um, there was definitely like a hesitation, you know, like this is our little daughter. We're just going to send, like we're just going to send her to like a country, another country, even though it's the US, like it's still like another country, which is like, thousands of miles away from home so there was I guess there was that part of them that says like oh my god this is gonna happen oh man so yeah it was it was really hard I guess but I'm really thankful that they have been supportive and even until now they still are so yeah it's awesome that's like that because that's like you it's like your your base of support exactly like Family is like the main base of support and having them uh, by my, like having them back my ideas and supporting me, I, I feel like really helped me because I feel like at some point even there were parts of me that really didn't believe that this was going to happen. But they used to always like keep pushing me forward, which looking back, I'm really like thankful for because like it has really made me become a better person and see life in different perspectives so i'm really thankful for that shout out to you mom and dad <laughs> yes i love it so now i i kind of also want to dig into before you even like you so you, i know the first thing you, you did when you come to us is go to south dakota um when was like the time when you knew you wanted to study computer science oh man <laughs> so Fun, fun story, right? Uh, when I came here, like, I really, to the U.S., I mean, I wasn't really thinking of doing computer science. Um, <laughs> I had, like, this whole uh, thing, like, I really liked biology back then, so uh, I thought I was going to become, like, a biology major. Not even pre-med, it's just, like, a biology major, and then I heard about um, bioinformatics and how, like, uh, biology and technology could is like the next big thing so I was really interested in that part as well but the college that I used to go to which is Augustana University didn't have a bioinformatics major so uh, in my first uh, semester what I did was like I took both biology and an intro to computer science class and uh, for me like that was like my first coding class, my first introduction to programming, like, and it was in Java. So it was, it was hard, not gonna lie, it was really hard. Um, and it was very challenging. I remember I was giving like more time towards my computer science class than my biology. Like biology really came easy for me. Like I didn't even really study that much for biology, but for computer science, I remember like, studying and trying to figure it out and there's also like the imposter syndrome so yeah it was it was a whole lot but I also like kind of liked the challenge that it was really like challenging um how like to solve like a certain problem so I really liked that part about it and being being like challenged about it so I decided to like continue with computer science so yeah that's 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 how I kind of like got into computer science. I never really thought like I would uh, be into software development back then. Yeah. 
cool so it sounds like you, you had that 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 first like love which was like uh, biology and then it kind of morphed into um hey why don't we use tech because tech is kind of what like i'm really like passionate about mm -hmm, yeah like tech like you can use tech in like any part of the like any sector right so I really like that part about it, that it's like really diversified, so I could use it in anywhere. Yeah, that's what really like draw me into tech, I guess. Awesome. Okay, so here's, here's the thing now. I want to, here's like what I'm thinking about is, you know, like how, like you have, you know, you moved to the U.S. from Ethiopia and you know, like, you know, we have other students like Reddy who came to America from Ethiopia. When you think yeah. that, like, you know, your circle of friends, maybe from high school, how many of them do you think, or do you know that moved to another country for college? Uh, so from my groups of friends, uh, I have, I have like a really good friend of mine, a really good friend of mine named Faven. Um, we both came from like the same high school and she still goes to Augustana University. So I feel like from my class, from my class, uh, there's there's actually a lot of people who traveled, uh, like out of the Ethiopia, out of Ethiopia, like not just in the U.S. but in different parts of the country. Um, yeah, so there's there's a bunch of us out there, <laughs> um, in different states. Uh, but coming here, I haven't really had a chance to like contact a lot of them. Like, I try to, like, keep in contact with, like, as much as I can. But, like, you know, there's class, there's college, there's, like, everything going around. So it's kind of hard to keep up. But it's, it's I guess it's really a process. But, uh, yeah, there, there's, like, a number of us here that I remember of. Yeah, there, there's a couple of us here. Oh yeah, I, I totally understand. Like, like it's busy and everything. It literally just popped into my mind because actually, like a couple Saturdays ago, like my mom went to med school, right, and she came to America. And it turns out that this this past like Saturday, they, all her friends from like twenty years ago in med school, they all like had yeah. like a Zoom meetup, and like they were they like it's a I guess it's the same thing with your group. Like one person went and studied in Dubai. One person's in europe she came to america so i guess it's oh my god that is so sweet yeah ironic. <laughs> i think we should do that yeah i know like it's really hard to like even like bring everyone together because of like the time zones you know like there's like different hours but definitely after we all like have are in like in a good place that is something to do and even now like during the pandemic one thing that i've seen is like everyone's try is trying to find like who they used to contact with just like calling all the friends I, like i remember doing that as well like i called like uh my high school friends and just to see how they were doing and just to like hey how are you you know so yeah that is definitely something that i would want to do in the future yeah of course now like if you if you try to do that like with the time zones you may have that one person who's just, who has to get up at 3 a.m in the morning just to come on the call oh my god 
yeah yeah even like calling my parents like <laughs> even like my dad was trying to call me earlier and like here it was like around the morning and I think there it's like I don't know 7 p.m <laughs> so it's kind of hard it's, it's I think it's like there's an 11 hour difference or 10 hour difference so yeah that's the struggle <laughs> yeah it's just the ongoing thing so I, in that case I want to move forward and say okay so you're at Augusta University you started doing some coding when does make school mm -hmm. like pop up on your radar did you find make school or um did, did make school find you uh, so I, I feel like it's a little bit of both you know uh, there was this, uh, so like in Augustana University, uh, there was this uh, workshop, uh, the MLH workshop, uh, and I attended that workshop uh, in my freshman year at Augustana, and I guess they kept me in their mailing list because I used to get different emails about uh, different hackathons happening and different things happening around the U.S., even though I never really attended uh, in any of the hackathons. But uh, I remember one day in my sophomore year, it was. Oh, yeah, I, th I think you broke off. Lee, are you muted? Yeah, so unfortunately, I had to cut off uh, Leah so rudely. I uh, apologize. <laughs> totally fine. Totally fine. Okay, so uh, back where we were, you were telling me about how you used to go to MLH uh, hackathons in Augusta, and somehow this leads to finding May School. Yeah, actually, like I just attended one MLH workshop, right? And um, they they have like they kept my they kept me on their mailing list so I used to get like different emails from them throughout the year and this was like back in freshman year that I attended the workshop and so around March like in my, in my sophomore year around March uh, I got this email from them uh, telling me about make school that it's a new school and that I should apply there so uh, that's when that's when like I, I found about make school pretty much and yeah and then I had like I like I looked it up and like I saw it was legit so I I applied there but uh the thing is like back then they weren't uh really accepting international students even though they were accredited they still had like that barrier so uh, they told me that uh, they couldn't accept me because of my visa status and whatnot. I was I was pretty sad about it. And then I guess like they contacted me again. I think it was like around I think it was around around June. Yeah, they they contacted me and told me that they have started accepting international students and um, have like full accredit accreditation now. So like I was really happy about that, and they accepted me. Uh, so yeah, I think that's my journey. So it was a little bit of both, but 
mainly I got it. I got I I found about make school through a mailing list by NLH. Got it. Okay, and that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty tight turnaround. So you're in June, and the school year starts in August. So was that like was that pretty hectic to kind of get all your stuff together and move to SF? Oh my, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And like it was around around that time, I was uh, doing uh, like working on a research uh, at Augustana University. So. Like at that point, I wasn't even thinking about transferring to another school. Like I used to think about transferring, but at that point it was like, yeah, I'm about to finish my sophomore year and I'll be entering my junior year. Uh, so yeah, like most of the time when you're thinking about transferring, it's like on your, on your freshman year and sophomore year. Once you're done with those two years, your junior year, you're just going to like stay with the same year that with the same school that you have had started so I wasn't really even thinking about it but um, in June when I got that information um, I decided they had a preview weekend uh, that was hosted I think it was in July and uh, Re me and Reddy we used to go to the like same school she was also going to she was also attending Augustana University so we decided to come uh, for the preview weekend and check the school out and if it's like really a good fit for us and yeah we came here and we checked it out we liked it and yeah it was it was really hectic like packing all my stuff and like even the paperwork because like I had to like transfer my i-20 documents and other stuff as well so that was that was I feel I think that was pretty hectic like July and until mid-August, until like I settled here, it was a pretty, like it was really hectic um, time. Yeah, so um, I guess preview weekends, the, the kind of thing that like kind of pushed you guys over the edge? You, uh, like, yes, like we, mm -hmm. we came here for preview weekends, yeah, and we saw it and we liked it, yeah. What Sorry, about? I cut you off. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just thinking, like, what about Pew Weekend? Like, made you so, like, so certain you wanted to really do this? Um, the first thing I guess, like, was the area. Like, San Francisco is like generally Silicon Valley is home to like many of the tech companies, and it's like the ideal place to really learn software engineering and network with people who are already like in that um in that life so i really uh, liked that part about it um like doing computer science in south dakota i mean there are like there are small tech companies but there aren't really like many opportunities for me to actually grow in my software engineering life so I saw this like as an opportunity to network and um, even if I wanted to like go into big tech companies here, I would have the opportunity to because of the networking and like availability of the resources that are around me. So I, I think that's what really sold me into make school. Amazing. And I, and I got it. I totally agree with that. Like even just this past summer with Microsoft and Redbubble, all these companies coming at you and want, and you being able to work with them. I, that's probably like, that's like, um, 
just unattainable, I guess, in other places. Exactly, like 100%, I would agree with that because I feel like if I was still back in Augustana University, I wouldn't have had the chance to like uh, do this program with the mentor uh, of a like Microsoft engineer and also like the Redbubble program. So yeah, I feel like I really made the right choice. Excuse me. Cool. All right. So, and now you're now so now you're in SF, and I guess is it fair to say that like as hard as it may have been to move to SF, I you're pretty glad you did it last year instead of this year, right? Oh my God! Yeah, like <laughs> I don't think I would have done it if it was this year <laughs> because of like everything that's going on in the pandemic. Uh, it would it would have just been really hard uh, to adjust um yeah but even then transitioning to sf was like that part was really hard you know because i'm i'm not just doing it for the first time like moving from one place to another this is well, this was going to be like my second time adjusting in another state in the us and like again the culture shock just came through again because South Dakota, like the U.S., different different places in the U.S. are different. It's not like Ethiopia where like it's just Ethiopia, but here like each state has their own culture and their own community, and they're all different. So I had to adjust. Um, I had to get used to a new environment again. Like I had to learn how to cook for myself, and like it's a big city. It's not just like a small um, like college town. So that part was scary as well and uh my parents they weren't really like that much supportive uh or like keen towards me moving into a big city just because like it's a big city it's kind of scary you know like they were okay for me like of me living in south dakota because like it's a small town you know it's a college town but san francisco that's like a big transition so yeah that that, that part was like really challenging for me and uh like i'm like i'm i i feel like i'm like more towards an introvert so um that was like getting used to a new environment in regards to that was also hard uh but i guess like after a while like the make school community kind of started growing in on me and um i was also able to find like where i fit into that community yeah, so that really helped a lot. And it also really definitely helped me to have my friend radiate by my side because we come, we came from like the same school and we both transferred here. So it was helpful to like have someone that I know uh, like be with me uh, here in SF. That really helped. So thank you, Reddy. You're going to listen. You're gonna, she's going to listen to this. So like, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I get to see like... Yeah, I thought you guys were sisters the first time I saw you in the dorms, like just always glued to each other. And yeah, <laughs> everyone used to assume that, and like especially around the beginning, we just like let everyone assume that it was true. Even when people were asking, we we're like, "Yeah, we're sisters," <laughs> but yeah, um, we're not. <laughs> we just we 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 were roommates, and we were like we used to cook uh, together do everything together so yeah it was it was really fun honestly cool all right so 
and and, uh, and it's awesome to hear that like the community's grown on you part of the part of the whole reason i do the podcast is to help grow the community and that's always awesome to hear i gotta say so regardless of like how tough it is like people are moving into sf and even this year i know some of the juniors are gonna be moving into the dorms so get ready for your new oh, neighbors yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what what would be like? Um, I want to see if like if there's some like practical advice we can give to these uh, these folks. And I came up with this question: What like I know when you're here and you're in SF and you now you have to be your own adult basically. Is there anything like um, that? Any items you bought or like any new habits you you adopted that like from a practical standpoint like helped you make the transition? um regarding items one thing i like that really stands out to me is my macbook <laughs> so like that's the one item that really helped me transition because like i like that's the most valuable thing for me at this point like i code using my macbook so it's my valuable tool but uh what was your question so like how what what advice i would give to students Let's see that. Um, or what things that have helped me. I feel like so if there's like one purchase, like if like a hundred dollars or less, because you know we're college students, that like helped you the most through to like adjust as a college student. What would that be? What would that thing be? I'm not really sure. Just like maybe in San Francisco, just like. <laughs> since I used to cook for myself I still cook for myself just like buying all those cooking materials and utensils uh, really helped me because I never had to worry about cooking even in my previous school since uh, I had a meal plan and everything and I definitely took it for granted back then I used to complain a lot about the meal plan but like coming here I was like oh my god I miss meal plans <laughs> even though like I like cooking as well um, it, it's really like therapeutic at this point i've seen the pandemic but uh one thing that i really could think of is just like the cooking materials i don't really remember what else that i bought aside from like the cooking materials and my laptop hmm, i don't know <laughs> yeah I, and that's that's actually really fair because like I, I never cook for myself either and like sometimes just having those like practical, like making sure you you, you have stuff at dorms you can eat and like do that. Do you, would you say that like that helps you just like operate like as a human being and like helps you keep more organized? Oh yeah, definitely. Like keeping keeping myself organized, especially in the pandemic. Like during the pandemic, you know, you you really like have to keep yourself up up because and find find like. Who you like? Who you like? Who really your friends are? Like, you need to keep yourself accountable and um, just like know who you really are with and uh, be aware of your surrounding as well. So that's really like part a, a real like part of transitioning as well. Just like being aware of who's there as well. Right, yeah, because the people around you make can make such an influence for sure. Definitely, yeah. 
And and one of the things that I, I found interesting that you said is like cooking is therapeutic for you. So can can you explain that a little bit more? What is like when you're cooking? How does it feel? Um, how does how does it change? How it change you having to cook for yourself? Mm, okay. Yeah, I I could I could talk a little bit more about that. I guess. So okay, obviously around the beginning, I wasn't really fond of cooking because I never have done it. And it just like takes a lot of my time and uh, stuff like that. But uh, during the pandemic, like uh, the two things that I was like doing on a like weekly basis or in a day-to-day basis was just like coding and cooking. Like those are the two things because we couldn't really do a lot of things, especially around the beginning. We were just like stuck at home and not doing anything. And obviously, like burnouts are real they do happen like and I don't really like want to stare at my computer for the entire day or the entire week so cooking was like for me was like a break when I want to take a break from coding and when I just want to have like um, a relaxation time I just go down and cook and that also that was also beneficial because then I would have my lunch and breakfast and dinner at the same time. So it was a win-win, like it being therapeutic and uh, doing some other thing other than coding um, was really helpful during these times. That's awesome. I think one of the other things that my mom happens to be is a psychiatrist. So yeah, I think think you're going about it with your mental health the right way. And like the students listening should yeah, I also had that in mind, like having the escape, and I know for myself that that might look something like um, working out or talking with my family. Because thankfully, I'm back home in Massachusetts, so yeah, mental, nice. mental health for the win. Oh yeah, mental health, it's it's real. <laughs> cool. So I I want to give you a brief overview of your like your experience in junior year and then maybe we'll go a little bit into the summer things that kind of the junior year like led into those all those opportunities so um for yourself would you say like, i know you you probably did some coding before make school were you prepared for like um did you did you experience like a a, a shift in, in like the rigor or like would you say you were prepared prepared for like you come into make school and like was it just easy at the start or how did that go through? Uh, that's a good question. So, I mean, I, I did, a, like, I took programming classes, but it was kind of different. Like, I, coming here, it was, for me, I was, I had the advantage of knowing what was going on in class, definitely. Um, but still, it was, like, a different language. We were learning in Python, and I never really took a back-in class at that point as well. So back-in was challenging for me. The back-in classes were challenging. But uh, CS, uh, I, like, I think that I had the advantage of, like, knowing what was going on before. But at the same time, I feel like I learned a lot, like, way a lot more that I have heard, had learned in the past few years. Like, CS 1.1, what we covered in CS 1.1 was pretty much what I like. I had covered in my previous uh, class, like in my previous school was gonna be like two semester worth, like one year worth class. So we covered a lot, but at the same time, 
we had the advantage of having really like really good instructors and really good TAs around us to help us a lot. And like everyone was like helping around, like everyone around me uh, was really willing to help me. Uh, so I think I had, I like, I had the opportunity to grow definitely here more. Yeah, that's actually, that's, that's awesome to hear and like very inspiring because I know like a lot of, I know because like I also uh, did some Java before, uh, my fair amount of Java before coming to make school and like, like pretty much the same experience like or somewhat like the CS class were mm -hmm. easy but I remember like you and I took the same backend 1.2 class and oh, that yeah. was, that was a little bit of a different story, right? So um, do you think about the Django class? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say like students to be prepared to like to feel like they they're like they don't know everything and like to feel like they're even if they have spent some time coding outside Mixel to feel it's okay if they come and it feels like you're like you're a beginner all over again? Oh yeah, one hundred percent definitely. Even in my CS class, even though I took the classes like a mixed school, that's when I really understand what, how everything was working all together, even though I, I knew I was, I knew about variables, I knew about for loops and everything, but like, I knew about classes, but here it goes in deep and I really understood what I was actually coding and it's totally okay to not know what's going on. Um, the good thing, like the good thing about mixed school is like, they're willing to help you uh, grow and learn and everyone around you, like especially around term one and term two, we all were taking the same classes. So even if like you don't know what's going on, someone else know, could know uh, more what's, of what, what, what's going on in class and mostly they are like willing to help you out. So. I think like having that community really helped because I really didn't have that community at my previous college because computer science wasn't really like a big major there. Uh, there were only like two or three faculties for computer science, but here like everyone is a computer science instructor, right? So you all have like, you have all these resources around you. And one thing I would really like advice is just like use all the resources that are getting to you because um, they're all out there and um, everyone's just willing to help here especially like the instructors um, so yeah that's one advice that I that I even would give if, if I could go back that's the advice I would give to myself because around the beginning I was hesitant of like asking for help um, like I, I don't know why but I used, I used to feel very hesitant about asking for help but throughout the year, I guess, like, I, like, I grew my confidence, and I was, like, able to ask for help, and getting that, uh, like, the, yes, I could help you, uh, or I could unblock you throughout this problem was really helpful for me to grow, definitely. So, and, and I, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I guess I'll just, uh, I'll plug myself really quick is the other resource that we have at Mixo are the peer mentors. And we have 29 of them this year, seniors uh, from our class. I want to help out all the juniors, including myself. And yeah, we, we love to support you as things, as you come in and 
make things go as smoothly as they can in the pandemic uh, world. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Sweet. So you you pretty much fast forward senior junior year goes by. Leah makes a couple projects, a couple portfolio, <laughs> and um, yeah. So the summer rolls around, and Leah, I like for you to take away. How did you like? So term four ends, summer begins. How did uh, all these things that you got involved with happen? Yeah, that's a good question, honestly. Um, so basically, the 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 like the SCP, the Summer Challenge Project by Microsoft. Jeff posted like right before summer classes had began, and um, me and Reddy thought about like making this app uh, and submitted our proposal. Um, and that's how I got involved into the Microsoft projects. And the second one was Redbubble. Shout out to Jeff, honestly. <laughs> Most of the things are <laughs> because of uh, the resources that he was providing. So um, the Redbubble project was similar. He posted it in like the Slack channel. And I was like, Hmm, this was this is like a great opportunity for me to get my hands on in like industrial experiences and collaboration with actual um, industry projects. So I decided to apply for that as well. And uh, yeah, so that's how I got involved in both the Redbubble and the Microsoft Challenge program. And I I I feel like I'm learning a lot more in these two projects. Uh, like just growing and learning and learning. Yeah, and and I like yesterday with all the presentations, I thought you had a pretty cool project as well. Um, can Thank we get more into that? I yours was good as well. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> so I gotta say, like your project, like it it brings a lot. I I I I listened to your presentation. And I could see a lot of it. Like you put a lot of yourself into it, and I, I always respect that. And so could you talk a little bit more about what your Microsoft project was? Thank you, thank you. Um, appreciate it. So our project name is Tariq, and Tariq is actually like an Amharic word. And wait, Amharic is uh, one of the languages that are, that's spoken in Ethiopia. And the meaning of Tariq means, means history. And um, why, like, why we chose that project was um, to like make people aware of their surrounding um, and like our inspiration for that project for that project was because of the surrounding that we lived in San Francisco like there are many historical sites like there are many histories behind uh, uh, San Francisco and the, and the area we lived in and we decided because of that we decided to like make a game uh, like a quiz based like basically a quiz uh, game that would quiz you about your surroundings so let's say like you're around uh, San Francisco it will list you all the nearby tourist locations around San Francisco and quiz like and then after that it would quiz you about the locations around there so yeah that's currently that's where it's at but we also want to like work like more and add more future features in the future as well. Yeah, definitely. 
and so it's basically like a, a tourism app and it helps people learn about the history of different places it's cool it, i'm just curious now like um when you were going through it was was there ever a time when like a mentor or um someone else came to you and said like why, why do you want to build an app like that right now like no one's going outside no one's um wanting to do that kind of thing uh, definitely yeah like especially at the beginning that's what we taught as well but the thing is like i think it's actually like a really good app at this moment because even though you might not go out with like a lot of people there are still people going out for a walk and um just like for a socially distanced walk right uh, and at, at those times um people like you could use this app to just learn more about your surrounding. You don't really have to be with people, right? Like if, if there are people around you, you could just ask them, oh, what is this site about? Like, I wonder what is what this is place, this place is about. But with Tariq, what, what it does is just basically quizzes you about it and informs you about that area. So I think this is actually like a good way to learn more and get yourself out there, like in a safe way, obviously. <laughs> Got it. Okay, that makes that's, that's a very fair point. And so we're almost at time now. So Leah, we're looking forward. Um, what are some of your biggest goals, dreams, hopes for senior year at May School? Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't really believe we're seniors at this point. <laughs> this is my last year and I'm graduating. I'm so excited. Uh, my my goal for senior year, obviously, I don't know, for me is to just get a job at this point, uh, get, a, get a nice job, you know, learn more and grow more because there's always, there's always uh, a place to grow. Like there's always a part of me that like that can grow as a person. And uh, yeah, like one of my, like my biggest goals just to like grow and learn more and get a job and yeah help, like hopefully like help help others as well like help through the transition uh to like the new school junior the juniors as well so yeah that's that's my goal for senior year just hoping for the best for next year that is very respectful and i and you've definitely come a long way uh so leah if the juniors like mm -hmm. see you, and I know you're not you're not necessarily a peer mentor, but like say a junior comes up to you, and uh, or maybe in in January when we're all back in the building, hopefully, what can juniors uh, go to Leah for help or support on? Um, let's see. Uh, I actually had a chance to meet some of the juniors. Uh, because I was doing the Google, I was like a technical advisor for the Google CSSI program and around 18 uh, make school students were part of that program and I was able to uh, like get to know them through that and I was able to help them with like their projects and TAing them and just mentoring them in general. So juniors, um, if you're listening to this <laughs> you guys could like y'all could come in like if you guys if y'all are um stuck with any like coding problems or even just to like 
talk um, or uh, like get advice from senior, um, I would be really glad to help in that transition.